1: This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast
2: Network. I'm here with the siren of the South, Aaron Twitchen. As a famous poet once said, you're not Sullivan. <laughs> you're listening to Sissy That Pod, your favourite RuPaul's Reaction podcast. Today we are getting into the hotline makeover of UK Season 5, and this is the tough one. This is this was a tough pill to swallow this week.
0: I didn't find it as tough as I thought I would because we've had so many weeks to enjoy, uh, and yeah, kind of like it's expected by this point, isn't it? If you love something, RuPaul will
2: take it away from you. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, who knows who's gonna go home next week. Like I yeah, it's it's hard to know. Michelle. But, Michelle is gonna honest, go home. Yeah. Everyone I love is gone. <laughs> but actually I didn't wallow too long because we've got a really fun guest. You might know him from an E4 reality show, but now he is donning his best drag as Pam Sandwich. Please welcome to the show, Thomas Hartley. Thomas Hartley, a.k.a. Pam Sandwich. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Sissy That Pod. You're so welcome. Um, How are you finding this season of Drag Race UK? I'm enjoying it
1: extremely, muchly, massively. I love it. And I love the diversity of
2: age,
1: and I love the diversity of race, and I love the diversity of the people from different places, like Caramel was from um, America, and she's trans, and I love all of that. I'm, I'm here for it all.
2: Did love you it. think on episode one that Tamara would outlast Caramel? I thought Tamara
1: was looking for the chop straight away. I thought she was a look queen with lots of confidence, of that, so that's what I thought she was. And she's proved me wrong. Bad hundred
2: percent. Absolutely, she's been like, like we've said it every week that we're you know absolutely loving Tamara more and more I love as her. the season goes. Yeah, on. Yeah. 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 To but, but, the point, 100%. I have to stop saying it
1: now. <laughs> I love okay. the I love her accent and, and away. the way her mouth moves. I love it. I just love the way she is. She's just fucking camp and I really love her. Mm-hmm. Keep it. keep I love the camp. I love her, any campy drag queen like that. But I think she's she's sort of got it all. She's not just camp, she looks stunning. Um, she's talented, she can dance. And I, I like it. I like her, she's funny, yeah.
0: Yeah, I went to see tomorrow. I took my obsession too far. She was at a cl- light club close to me. Um, and I was mm-hmm. like, I just, I better go. I just have to go. Um, and I couldn't resist going up to her. And I think I did the cringiest thing where I was like, hi, like, so um, I'm like this host of a reaction podcast. <laughs> I can't believe I did it. I it was, I'd had too many drinks and it was, it, it was too far. Um and fortunately for me I'd drunk enough I don't really remember her reaction I'm slightly worried that there might be some sort of like claws at me so I can't be within three foot of her going forwards but yeah Alaska's maybe said, coming through the post yeah and maybe said that awkward thing which is like we hated you at the start but we love you now and I think I told her how I, I really wanted to hate her but she's just so good I couldn't like she's yeah. just she penetrates anything that would be yeah so I don't know how well that read in my drunken state so I do apologise but well, I said it was all. Hey, she stuff.
2: didn't she didn't follow the page on instagram following <laughs> your 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 marketing i would, marketing say, it what I would well. say thomas <laughs> is um i love
0: how you're like i love the diversity on this cast and we're literally sat here watching five presumably white queens
1: it's hard to tell with tamara but yes five white queens <laughs> well i mean um, he's gone he have gone they well, have you know ultimately gone. initially there was a lot of as well not just privacy in terms of race or in terms of you know, whatever. But there was also a lot of Northern queens on it. And I think for me, as a Northerner, whether I'm biased or not, it's nice to see working class girls. My personal favorite was Naomi Carson. I just fucking loved her, I loved her accents. I just loved how cute she was. And I just think it's, yeah, it was a shame. She didn't have the same confidence when she got in drag, but I loved her, I just loved her.
2: Yeah, I liked her. How are you finding your journey into drag yourself? Busy successful pocket filling um, she's booked and blessed
1: <laughs> sorry do you know what honestly and then, listen i didn't feel like when it started that i had sort of any sort of leg of really in drag people wanted to book me as thomas they didn't want to book me as pam sandwich and i think once people actually see me it's more word his mouth bookings. where i'm like performing and then people come over and go oh can i book you for this can i book, book you for that i'm not a name like uh ride on the coattails of Thomas I want to be Pam to be a completely separate thing and I sing live and lip sync and do all of those sorts of things that any drag well no drag not many drag queens can sing but I can sing <laughs> and I, that's what I like to do and maybe things can sing but they can't really some of them the odd one Danny Beard you can sing
2: yeah well, Danny Beard can sing mm-hmm. 100% what sort of uh, what sort of, what sort of songs would you do at a Pam show?
1: A Pam show, well, I I always start up with Padam, which is just a camp classic. I do a training man, I'll sing maybe a Whitney number if my throat's feeling up to it. It depends on what's happened the night before, but <laughs> most of the time, um, it, I take requests from them as well. Like when they book, I say, Is there any specific songs you want me to sing? and I'll learn them. Um, then I f them blind and call them cunts and all that sort of thing. It's really offensive and just really camp and fun and. Yeah, I just, I love it. It's me, the best thing I've ever done to be honest. Yeah, if it was going to be truth be told, if you obviously, I know you have followed me on social media, you'll know that I had a bit of like a mental health crisis and drag really has saved my life. And I know a lot of people say that, but drag has saved my life because it's allowed me to be not just a feminine man, but embody that femininity through clothes and through makeup and through arts And just really, I just fucking love it. I absolutely love it. It's the best thing I ever did. Girl, you can't and be saying I'm that on this show. Go. You've got to save it for Rue. Save that for your mirror moment.
0: Don't be giving us I the gold. That's your little st- story. I
1: mean, darling, I don't think it's a unique <laughs> point anymore. I don't really know whether it's something that I would do personally. I think, not yes, anyway, I'm too new. And I would not oh, go don't. on it unless I knew I was going to win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't wrong. I think I'd give a lot of these a run for the money if it comes down to a performance. But obviously this series now, these are very polished. Some of these queens, like they're really, really polished. I just think that when it comes to having charisma, they haven't
2: they haven't got it. And it's not RuPaul's um, lip sync race, is it? That story I feel is really fitting for this week's episode because the Queens were making up volunteers at switchboard uk's oldest lgbt hotline yeah um, yeah regular older listeners to the show And i used to do this with someone called james who works for lgbt ireland here and like this is like a perfect episode for him if he was still doing the podcast um this was oh. a really fun episode i think uh jamie rodrigo peter Gemma, and zan were all so lovely and full of love yeah. and so willing to get into yeah. it and told us some really really like gripping moving
1: story yeah, absolutely. My personal favorite was Michael Maruli's. Um, Peter, was it? Was his name Peter? Peter exactly. Yeah. It just, Peter, yeah. like, I just think it makes you feel so emotional to think that people like that have sort of paved the way for us to be able to live as we are today. And for Drag Race to even exist, really, even though he felt oppressed himself, he still sit there and listen to someone else and give his time. And I think that's. You know, it speaks of an amazing community, and that there is still that sense of community and still that sense of love and care. Because it can get a little bit casty and it can get a little bit nasty sometimes. The thing to take it to ground level and see how some members of the community genuinely doing things to try and make other people's lives better is just really, I don't know, just it's also humble you in a sense. You know, like we can all have these fabulous clothes and fabulous wigs and fabulous talents, but at the end of the day, that man's devoting his life to making other people's lives. Like easier, and if that's just beautiful yeah. for me, I love and I, I just thought it was an amazing episode. I'm so glad that it fell on that episode for me to be on here. Yeah,
0: and I think the really good thing about the pizza story as well was. It, it was it was an, a happy story do you know what i mean it wasn't a story yeah. of an older miserable yeah. man and like i feel like we get that yeah. a lot with like when we tell yeah. a gay story and you know they managed to touch on yeah. AIDS and like yeah. not mince around that mince a terrible choice of word there but they managed <laughs> to sort of tell that story without it being oh what a life full of woe and misery and how sad i am now and how regrets i have i mean it's, i mean his it's first two boyfriends died of AIDS. you know it kind of really puts it in perspective when we're running around moaning about oh i got ghosts and my ex didn't split the bill and it's like yeah let's put a bit of perspective on our
1: lives yeah but, yeah yeah i think he was a realist with it i think when he spoke about his parents and stuff and he spoke about us um, you know them taking them to the doctors and things that genuinely oh did God. happen and i think it's so easy to not realize things that don't directly affect you or never ask and i think like listening to that and then it coming through and them being supportive and understanding and learning and growing with society any parent who's watching who has got LGBT children. Like, it's okay not to understand something or to take a little bit of time to learn, but it's about you doing that, and that's what his parents did, and it was fucking years ago, you know what I mean? No one knew anyone that was
0: I will say, though, it was really good to have the... The hotline in as well because that's something that can really be advertising is really worth seeing but god didn't they get the promo in on it they were like we've got live chat Do you know you can text if you're scared in your bedroom yeah, we have been going since the 80s and then they we were like this is jamie he's our hottest volunteer you can just call no, him no, like if you want to speak you, to you jamie you just look, call.
2: yeah
1: when's his shift so like can we have all the men um, stand in a line, please. And then they've <laughs> gone down the line and thought, who's really fucking hot? I reckon people will be ringing the hotline now for James. Hi, they gave is-
0: And they gave you a little bit of everything, didn't they? They were like, we've got Zan as well. You want to speak to an American woman? We've got Hot Jamie. What about a, a, a black lesbian? Would you like that? What about a daddy? We've got a Rodrigo, a little bit of. Bra- uh, where was he from? Ooh. Did he say it? I can't remember now. Wow. Brazil. Do you know where I went to say it? And then I was
1: like, hang on, Aaron. Is that me? Do you want a yeah. Brazilian? Like. <laughs> <laughs> Not you any of the comments. Oh, Brazilian Brazilian Brazil Brazilian statistically say I'm getting choked on Brazilian now. But that's not the first time fucking now Brazilians statistically have the largest appendages in the world. And so maybe yeah, apparently so. So I think when they showed him choking, they knew it was gonna be a long scene because him trying to get that snake between his bum
2: cheeks. Wow. Oh, I do remember googling googling a map of which countries <laughs> had the biggest penis size at a dinner party once. didn't he go. Did oh, so you well. book a flight? <laughs> think- and did the <laughs> WI ask for <laughs> you to come back? <laughs> See
1: that <laughs> um, that sounds like my ideal dinner party. Give me that dinner party, and day. save up
2: the dick when you find out where <laughs> it's from because I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, they didn't really appreciate it. They were like, "Keen, that isn't really appropriate." Because I was like, "Oh look, Japan, not great. Oh look, Egypt, wonderful." I don't know. Was like, and the Japanese yeah. ambassador never
0: came back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. Messy. That's what I want to know. Ultimately, what well, you, you after the job completed.
0: is that how they do? Um, oh, no, they do the ONS slamming. survey every year. You're going to offer yourself around.
1: I bring my the, own the, tape the, measure the, the, British, <laughs> the British ambassador to Brazil. I'll be on my way. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I brought my
0: tape measure, it's my face,
2: it's my tone. <laughs> um, I also thought it was a really fun way to pair them up by having an old little switchboard there and just kind of randomly go you know, call a phone to see who was at the end of it. That was kind of new because normally, like. They do some sort of silly game and yeah. then they pair them. But the fact that it was kind of random. I thought that, that was disappointing. Was kind of unique way. I wanted to see Kate whether she was going to be a bitch and pair people up, like, on
0: who would be hardest. But then maybe they didn't mm-hmm. want to make the volunteers feel like a burden, or you didn't want
1: me, or I'm so difficult yeah. to receive.
0: I mean, yeah. Really I think in, in terms Am- of nicer
1: people, you go. In the American track race, I think you can get away with more. I think they can be slightly more comfy. I think here it's we're slightly more. So I say the word "woke" in the sense of like we, we lead more with compassion, I, I think, and we're more easily offended than we would it would be in the the American way of Germany. Yeah, where I they would think bring the They're them just them more
2: competitive, you know, and I think they're they're they're, ha- they're more comfortable stabbing someone in the back for the oh, second 100. competition.
1: Oh, well, there's new prize. There's no money on the line here. It's just <laughs> 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 oh, <are> you can calling in is prize. The equation away I'm sorry no, but rejection. if there's 100 grand on the line I'm going for the fucking jogging at every time
2: Just a reminder that Sissy The Pod is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network and if you would like to support the show because you've been enjoying the RuPaul's Drag Race UK content this season, you can do over on HeadstuffPodcasts.com. Head over there for up to 5 euro a month you can support the show, get access to all our bonus content including upcoming episodes on Dragula Season 5 and Canada Season 4 as well as all the back catalogue of international franchises you can find there. If you are a supporter of the show and there's a season that I haven't covered, please let me know and I'll happily cover it for you. While we're here, if you have a podcast idea that you think people would like to listen to, then Headstuff are actually running a competition at the moment. Headstuff is Ireland's premier podcast network and they are looking for fresh talent to be part of a new pilot series. The competition is called Join the Cast and it's simply your chance to win a €50,000 record deal for your own podcast series. It could be a similar reaction TV podcast, maybe you have a really compelling story you want to tell, or maybe you just want to shoot the shit with some of your friends with a unique perspective. This is exactly what this competition is for. If you listen to a lot of podcasts and have always wanted to bite the bullet, then this is the competition for you. Simply send your podcast pitch to headsofpodcast.com before November 19th and you could be in with a chance. Best of luck.
1: Hello, it's Stephanie Preisner and I want to tell you about my podcast, Basically basically if you have anything that you don't understand or you want made simple you contact me and I get someone in I get an expert in to explain the situation to you we've had episodes on what is the story with AI what is the story with trying to conceive what is the story with Brexit what is the story with being the Taoiseach we have so many episodes in our back catalogue for you to listen to but also if there's anything that you currently want made simple
2: contact me on Stephanie Preisner on Instagram and I will get an episode straight for you <laughs> okay. Um <clears throat> to be honest, I think with the makeover challenge, although it can be one of the best episodes really moving, there isn't actually that much to get into, so we might as well just get into the actual runway um and we can discuss any, you know, stories of that contestant if we want, if they come up the way. Should we start with these Delicious? I think we need to because she was first up. She was there with BB Licious, her and B.B. were wearing navy and sort of emerald dynasty style um, dresses, kind of velvet dresses with this sort of golden trim they had the breastplates on, they had these kind of golden butters these sort of shoulder frills it was very Joan Collins And she she said she was going for Joan Collins I think she achieved Joan Collins But she doesn't know who Joan Joan Collins
0: Collins is she said that after Michelle had said it, she was
1: like I'll take it (laughs) I think DD Licious. i Joan
2: Collins looks good on her.
1: DD Licious was given DD Licious. DD GD always. DD Licious has been in the bottom three times. Goodbye, DD. I
0: think. I mean, bye. I don't
2: disagree.
1: She was giving Cheryl Howell, I thought. If she's given now, like, you can lip sync and let's leave it there. I think every lip sync she yeah. has to, serve to say though, but I, I did think she was- No, I do, but point. then I think yeah. at what point does it become like, this is about the challenge now? Imagine if she won because she played every fucking lip sync thing, That's, it it's not RuPaul's drag I don't know, I kind of like go- that as a
0: competition. I think that kind of is a, it will kind of be like staying in match mm-hmm. just because you personally don't ever write leave. <laughs>
1: I did write leave twice, bitch. actually. Thank you. <laughs> I wrote leave twice. Then this was six was series in I can't remember. Actively.
0: I can't remember. Um, no, no, it could been think... once since mine. Well, not the of Do you know how many <laughs> franchises I watch? I can't get enough of them. Um, I think. Well, with why are right? you watching Japanese maths? <laughs> <Honestly>. <laughs> for the little dicks. For the little dicks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Same, hon. <laughs> Um, if we do jump to the end, you know, and talk about the DD and the lip sync, you know, a lot of the times they can edit these lip syncs the way they want to. Like, you know, Jink, there was no way Jinx Monsoon beat Monet Exchange in the final lip sync no. of All Stars Seven. But you know, they can edit it, and they they can choose the reason for sending somebody yeah. home. And I don't understand why they haven't sent DD home. And I feel back. I feel like we come on here every week and we shit on DD, and I feel bad. But like. Next week is a goddamn comedy roast challenge. Kate, so I just want to ask day. you now: How that. would you feel if DD
1: Dee Dee was up against I don't know whoever your favourite is, and then got sent? Her, she
2: didn't get sent. Maybe, her maybe that's happened. She...
0: That's happened every time. That just happened. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Kate, it do
2: you it? How many times there that's no, happened? It was just my favourite. Okay. Um, Kate was my favourite. <laughs>
0: Let's let's tackle that. Not in, anymore. I think the end is the end, isn't it? Um, I think with Didi, <laughs> um, they, they, the only family resemblance was neither of them had a neck. But um, it, it, it was tricky, I think, I, I guess with this challenge, it comes down to and I ask this a lot. Like, are we judging the family resemblance which they keep talking about? Or mm. is it about how much of a makeover it is and that transformation, how they make that person feel? Both are valid, and I think as we go through it, that's a good question to keep in mind because I think there's a couple of times where the judges contradict themselves actually on what's important yeah, here. Agreed. But I think
2: Didi was and the for obvious for family one from resemblance, the yeah, uh, well, no, I agree. But for family resemblance, I, don't know, I always struggle with this. Do they mean actual face or do they mean? the full outfit because sometimes people are wearing basically matching outfits and they go, we don't see family resemblance. So it makes me think it's the it's a really difficult then... challenge.
1: I think it's a really difficult challenge because you could literally, I mean, like Michael Maruli was literally the carbon copy of this. Um, but I think just the story and the fact that obviously the judges have got to watch it, it pulls at your heartstrings. And I think it's nice to show a sense of chosen family, which is what some of them said when they were on there. And I think he done that really well. And he was kind to his, um, the piece of tonight, uh, tonight, he was my favourite, and rightfully should have won.
0: He was nice, um, but yeah, did he kind of wait? But I did love her confidence. You know, when she was in Untucked, and she was like, <clears throat> "Really, I should have done better and won." <laughs> so it was like, <laughs> "There's no knocking." She, she's she still thinks she's the best at
1: that. I I kind of admire that. Because all of them are pretty talented when it comes to the way they look. I mean, there's no two ways about it. The weakest one probably there remaining was Kate Butch, but I fucking loved her because she just is like hilarious, geeky, quirky. I just fucking adored her and I was devastated that she went. And to be honest with you, truth be told, I thought that the lip sync was quite, I thought she was quite good.
0: Yeah, let's get to the lip sync at the end because I have thoughts we and we've we only judged <laughs> Dee, Dee so
2: far. <laughs> <laughs> right, Kate Butch is up next uh, with Family Bronte. They were wearing these sort of grease uh, sort of sporting tops, like 50s style gang tops or mm-hmm. what do you call it, like a... Um, pink ladies-esque yeah, style. varsity kind of, you know, jacket mm-hmm. in pink. Kate was wearing sort of black pants and then... Um, Family was wearing a blue and white polka dot mm-hmm. skirt. Um, in terms, so this is where I struggle. In terms of makeup, like they were clearly wearing similar makeup, mm-hmm. in terms of the eyebrows and stuff. But I personally see a family resemblance in the face. I don't see it in the costume. It's like they're both wearing matching hoodies, but I, like, and I know they tried. Like Graham pointed out, the trim was in the jeans, but they were kind of like I same know, costume I thought, shop. I thought that. I
0: think it, it was costume
2: but,
1: shop. It was giving yeah. costume shop. I'm sorry, oh, I, it was given Amazon.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. But it was from the same costume shop. Do you know what I mean? They could have been on the same Hindu, or they could have been doing hmm. the same pub crawl. Like I would have believed that. Yeah, yeah. But I agree with the yeah. face. I thought the face, the eyebrows, like kind of. And we know Kate's not the it best. Definitely makeup, so it's Definitely. Oh, totally. Like she, <laughs> This is what we keep saying. She's a real learner. It yeah, kind of was and, giving like, so... me a little bit Lily Tomlin and Bette Midler in that sisters movie. Is it called Big Business? You know, like where they play identical sisters. <laughs> like it kind of was giving yeah. that a yeah. little bit. Do you know what I mean? But I, th- yeah. I thought it was good. I did think she was at risk of being in the bottom, but I, th- I thought she could have scraped through to being in the middle.
1: But... Yeah. Who, Who? can I just ask you, obviously we're not judging the, any, any of the others yet, but who would, would you have put in the bottom if it wasn't Kate Butch? We'll do that
2: at the end, but yeah. Okay. Oh, you want to do it? You want to do it now? Um, yeah, so you no, I'm happy to say it tomorrow. We can get into it. But that'd be why. But before I do, want to talk about Family Bronte. I think I I think they could have gone for a better name on that. Like I thought they should have went for other famous Kates. So yeah, like, of course, Kate Gash. Kate Garraway.
0: <laughs> Kate Garraway <Garrowing laughs> isn't Kate Gash- a pun. That's an actual name, man. <laughs>
2: Kate Garris-Slay. You can have Kate Garrisley slay Exactly Kate Garris-Slay. It could have been. That's better than that's better than my other two. I had Kate Hosden and Kate Beckinslot. Beckinslot is <laughs> <So, laughs> fun.
0: Um I still think there's something else around Kate <laughs> Kate Bust I instead of Kate, Kate
2: Bush. Kate Bust, Kate Bush and the, Kate yeah, Bust. Like oh, but you have to you, mm-hmm. you have to use a different you have to use a different Kate though, I think. Well, wow, um, I do think that. Okay, so maybe that's we're pivoting
0: okay. on the same I pin here, Keen. Sure Why can't you get on board theme. with the Kate I, Butch punnage? I'm okay. get with two it. against one. You to listen with listen, we get I'm sorry, me I'm and Pam
1: have voted, and of- you're not
0: allowed to sit with us anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, a, a, a Kate bush song like Mothering Shite, so you know, like something.
0: <laughs> that's a good one. Oh, there we go. No, 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 hun. <laughs> Mothering Shite, Mothering Shites. <laughs>
1: Oh, you there are you go. now. Listen, there you go. we have got on a
2: good report. On panel <laughs> now, not without you. Get yeah, you on that fucking um, panel. I also thought she looked like Sarah Snook, or say Zan looked like Sarah Snook as well. The way she mm. open mm. with the red hair and stuff.
0: Who the fuck is Sarah um, Snook? Is that someone I should know?
2: <laughs> oh, uh, Pam, don't you from... just agreed? Do you know who that is?
0: No. A snook, is that someone you sorry, know personally?
1: From, I'm like, from yeah, where? yeah, I know that. Yeah, definitely.
0: You're like, yeah, she went to my high school. She was the girl that ate three hot dogs in oh, one yeah, lunch no, time and then to was. She's a
1: friend. She's a friend she's
2: snooky. Yeah. She texted me last she Tuesday. She was in Succession.
0: Oh, I don't watch that. Sounds is like yours? a very
1: hetero
2: program so again.
1: Sorry, it does get right, yeah, Sorry. Yeah. yeah sorry.
0: <laughs> You're
2: such a Charlotte watching <laughs> Succession. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's move on to Michael Maruli and Giza Manuli, um, in these matching sort of ringmaster outfits, tie high boots with like these sort of red kind of conical bra bits. They were walking. They were walking slowly. They were walking hand in hand. They did a really lovely AIDS tribute right at the end. Um, and I didn't really notice until the judges pointed out how reduced Michael's. Makeup was, but... I know, I thought the roast crazy. was next <laughs> week. <laughs> I know, honestly. But I, I think the cheekbones yeah. look so good. Mm. Yeah, Do no, you know what, though? I
1: will, what I will say is, if, if it's comparable to other ones that I've seen where they've done the family resemblance thing, I've heard people be read for doing it exactly the same. And I think this was very much the same. So I don't know... I think that's why I'm saying it felt like... Because they've seen the story that that was perhaps why they've given passes to things like them looking exactly the same. I think it minus the wig. I mean... I wouldn't. I
0: I thought it was good when they first walked down. I thought these are the two I that look most, look most alike, um, and I loved the way that Michael built up Peter's confidence, and like there was a gorgeous mm-hmm. relationship between that. And I think Michael really gets well. absolute credit for that. Um, and yeah, yeah probably run dra- one RuPaul's best friend race this week. Um, but the mm-hmm. the face, like I, I mean, am I might mind being a real bitch, or was or was Giza's face maybe not. <laughs> out of all the faces that we saw, was it maybe not the same level? Was that just my... Do you not think maybe it was the, it a, a harder phone?
1: face to paint? Yes. Harder face to paint?
0: Yeah. Older maybe. face
1: to paint? I think he's done a pretty good job yeah. with that. Yeah. In terms of what he had to work with. And I'm not insulting the person, but 65-year-old skin without any enhancements and, you know, yeah. 25-year-old skin is completely different.
2: Yeah, true, true. So true. credit
1: given where credit's due.
2: Um, To be fair as well I I can't remember the last time there's been somebody On the main stage that's older than RuPaul So I mean like that. Stop talking about Michael like that (laughs) 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 She's doing the best she can Yeah I'm sorry sorry. (laughs) Um, No look I hear you I hear the commentary on the face It did seem very monotone Like there wasn't any kind of blush or kind of contour or anything But I mean I think I think sometimes you just need to work with what you've got And I think you know They Ends up looking similar by the nature of the being paired back, I suppose. I mean, Michael's think... really considering
1: he's been in Gran Canaria for about 100 years without a wig on, is doing pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: that's why he's that colour. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and I think, if it's, I think if it's about how you build up that person in the transformation, which I think should be an important part of it, I think Michael did a really good job there. Um, yeah. But yeah, when you're saying about the sob story, like when they were talking about it in the judges reviews, and they went, because kate i thought zan really made a play for kate to be out of the bottom with her sob story she was giving yeah it was giving oscar it was giving bafta it was giving um those two lads on the Hollyoaks roundabout like it was giving everything that she could in terms of the emotion and i was <laughs> like oh she's making a play to save this year and then the judges comments they were like yeah but it's not about that and then immediately went and talked about how emotional and moving michael and geezer were and i was like Mm, Your internet hypocrite needs in yourself feel like, yeah, it what, is. What really. is this about? And I, th- M- Michael's win, I, not to take away from it, because if that's what it's about, like, I'm absolutely happy for that. It was it based on the emotion. I, I thought Ginger's. I 100.
1: I thought Ginger's was much fucking stronger. Absolutely, uh, we're, Ginger's not next. Is Ginger next? No, no tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. is next. But right, so I've got one <laughs> thing to say about the tomorrow. Thing when you're ready, because I really do want to say am this. A... Mean, but oh,
2: okay, God. okay. Um, no I do agree and I think I remember you know season 10 Miss Cracker wins the makeover challenge because her contestant is the most comfortable in drag and struts down the runway and I think sometimes it actually has nothing to do with what they look or what they wear and it's just the connection of the judges to that contestant wins it and I think that's why it can be such a loose cannon of a challenge and some of the best go home absolutely Um, so yeah okay let's move on to tamara thomas tiny t and giant g in these kind of matching or opposite chanel suits with a golden sort of be- golden chain belt around it with these big black and white bobs my criticism of this is that i don't think giant g was in drag me
1: that i was about to say exactly the same thing thank you she had the world's heaviest wig on. With the wig on
0: she was seal with a quiff and she was doing the best she could
1: The makeup was very pedestrian. I think it was pedestrian. And I think that's the responsibility of Tamara, obviously. But when you look like Tamara, and it's probably quite easy to paint that face, um, she's then got to transfer it onto somebody else who's pretty fucking beautiful as well. She could have just went a little bit more draggy with it, I think. Especially because the wig was really fucking outlandish and then the makeup was sort of civilian.
2: Like I think when you get a cisgendered woman as your makeover person, they have a natural, mm-hmm. typically advantage because they you're supposed to be doing female, um, you know, representation drag or presentation drag. They have often walked in heels, cetera. They don't have to tuck. Uh, if it's a cisgendered, they haven't come out like so Gandalf the Grey. Yeah. <laughs> it's serving Galadriel cunt in the house but the um, but I think the compromise you have to do is you have to put them in drag makeup and I don't think Tamara did that
0: no Um, do you know what I was surprised though because they had so many um, cis women is that no one decided to drag king that no one went we can be a brother and sister uh, family resemblance and i thought that would have been a really smart clever I, I way not. for the franchise to I really have agree. drag queen king, drag kings brought in and i'm really surprised the producers didn't kind of encourage that in a bit of a way and not not obviously not to take away from the contestants you don't know what happens about backstage so it, i would have really have liked to see that and i would have given a lot of extra points yeah. not that my scores matter that much but yeah um
2: well, Me too. That, that did happen before. Naomi Small? It's Anne That in, in 20. That says yeah, okay.
1: she, where she fell and she got up as Fancy Maker. No, that was. No, that, um, that's Eddie Camden. Camden. Oh, no, Naomi Campbell came, yeah.
0: came out as Sonny and Cher. Oh, remember, yes. no, she, which, yeah. Yeah, oh, I remember gosh. that. Yeah. No, you're so right. Yeah, no, I do
2: remember. Um, but I also but yeah, do think, want, think
1: that, I mean, even like now, it would be pretty fucking easy to incorporate with the tasks the way they are. A drag king contestant because they do exist and like you've only got to open your fucking eyes and they exist. Well, if you look, I mean, I I watched Dragula too. I don't know whether you watch Dragula. I watched Dragula, um, and there's drag kings on it, and they're fucking unbelievable. And like, I just think it's it's really quite tone deaf not to have them on in 2023.
2: Well, rumor the rumor is that certain international franchises have tried to put a drag king on and they've been told no and that the first drag king will go on a u.s season so whether there'll be one on season 16 or not i guess time will tell but um, <laughs> finally then <coughs> oh, finally man. it is ginger johnson and Hueva johnson in these gorgeous 60s Happy. mod orange and pink flared uh flared sort of pantsuit in the case of ginger and and the sort of A-frame, um, kind of almost baby doll, 60s uh, dress for Hueva. Loved this. Uh, oh, it was great.
1: It was really in the grand I street. thought it was the
2: most...
0: I thought she was the most one that if you they walked down the runway, the, the two that walked down the runway together, you wouldn't have known. You may not have been able to guess which one was the actual drag queen mm-hmm. yeah, and which is. was doing it for the first time. Like I thought that was the most like convincing that way. And I honestly, I thought Ginger had won based off yeah. the look and the resemblance yeah. before they even said, and how did you have time to make those dresses? I didn't realise she'd made them. Then when you add that factor in, Oh, I, t- I think she was wrong. Th- but you then think she would
1: have you- had four badges. Do you think uh, it's well let? Because hers wasn't so on the nose in the family resemblance and she'd mixed it up a bit. where the costumes weren't exactly the same or the hair wasn't exactly the same but that makes it more of a resemblance as opposed to like twinning which is what I thought Michael Maroonie done with the Alphys. I really do think what you said before about it being about the emotion of it which I totally get and is well deserved and I'm not taking it away from him but in the grand scheme of things the actual winner of resemblance was Ginger John's
0: I feel like the mistake with this episode is they didn't publish the competition guidelines within this. Like what are the winning parameters? And I just think it would be a lot easier for us as viewers if Drag Race would just do a little story explaining what the contestants
2: were made to do and,
0: and maybe they just tell that. It. It's all about communication and just transparency. Almost as if And that's what I'm putting in my writing
2: to points of view. They keep it vague <laughs> on purpose so that they can control who wins and who doesn't.
1: <laughs> I think stop telling me it's not real.
2: <laughs> when you're devoted
1: to the show so much. that's what you want. Honestly, all you want is just to understand what the tick boxes are and what the fucking not, so you know wh- how that person has won. Because it can't be, oh, I really like you, DD, so you're going to win every single fucking lip sync. It's got to be you, well done, DD. You have won every single lip sync because you were the best. Do you know what I mean? It's no. I actually think it is that, though. I
0: don't oh, think who no. does like DD. That's why she keeps going in the bottom. Mm. I'm not sure if anyone likes DD, And I think the reason they haven't edited a lip sync to make it look like she's lost is because she's refusing to let that happen. She's not dropping a beat or a face or no nothing. They can't edit. No. They've
1: they found no way it's the cockroach actually, lives. Yeah. Do you, if you were there now and you were on the show and you'd seen her be in the bottom three times, so would you not be thinking, okay, now time to fuck us?
0: I'd probably be spilling a glass of water outside a dressing room she's she and she do a knee. Like, I feel like the only way to take
1: someone out is the knee. <laughs> How much can you manifest that? Good good luck to her. And, you know, I'm sure she's absolutely lovely. I've never have seen her perform or anything other than on the show. I've never seen her, like, live or anything. I think that some of them... <clears throat> I think it's just a shame to see Kate Butch go because she's just such a fucking character.
2: And the thing is... Unfortunately, for, like I also want Didi to go also for her own sake because it's a tough fandom out there. And if you kick home, Reventful. if you send home someone's favorite, you're going to get a lot of hate. Yeah, you she won't. sent home a lot of favorites. No, yeah, and the worst thing you can do on reality TV, I've learned from this podcast, is get something that people don't believe you deserve. Oh, that's sad.
0: I would hate that. I, it's, I do. You know what? As the weeks have gone on, I've defended her more and liked her more because. I don't think she deserves... She's done very well. She doesn't she deserve anything. She hate.
1: doesn't deserve hate, like, does she? She no, doesn't deserve hate. Not. You can no, still no, have no. your favourite and be gutted that they've gone, but put you down, yeah. your energy towards that. Support the person who's gone and say, listen, I loved you and I thought you were great. And, of you don't need to go and be a twat to someone.
0: The absolute main reason, actually, why your faves have gone is because they fucked up the format in the first two weeks or how, you know, in those early weeks where they didn't send people, her, where they didn't send people home. Mm. First week, they didn't send someone home. And then was it week three or four? They didn't send someone home. And it meant that they didn't really have room for a Shantae you both stay yeah. when, it, when it was yeah, needed yeah. because it was faves. In the because bottom.
1: today would have been my Shantae you both stay because it was, even though pace wasn't amazing, it's still wasn't horrendous. I mean, in the grand scheme, I think it wasn't horrific. Like, you wouldn't be like, you're the clear, like, out of the competition person. I just think that it was just, I think they should have shantayed you both today today. Just because I'm being selfish.
0: Especially when you know there's the roast next week. Like she's a because... mate,
1: is it? She should have killed it
0: next week. Yeah. But maybe it's good that she didn't because the pressure would have been
2: on her. So like she saved herself from having to work mm-hmm. didn't it? Well, yeah. It's just frustrating. Uh like you said with the roast next, next week. I mean, great lip sync song, Arena Sawiyama's This Hell, when deep and I, I was like, Okay, I've got high hopes for Kate mm-hmm. here um dd is three times in the bottom we normally get bored of the same moves over and over again and then she slid her pussy along that stage in a split and i was like oh my god and then kate, just like a dog wiping its ass yeah, and then i, I let less so much for that. <laughs> kate did one of my top 3 things To never do in lip sync which is air guitar that's a guaranteed send home oh. and i just i had my head in my hands i was like no please this don't can't do it yeah please don't do it and then they did it and the thing is it was probably deserved as well because you did such a good job but it is just frustrating
1: it's sad because we like case i think it's that's the sad part you sort of can't detach yourself from the fact that you like someone but in the competition scheme of things you know Dee Dee is an amazing lip-syncer but again i will go back to the fact that it's not RuPaul's lip sync drag race, mm. it's RuPaul's drag race. And there's got to be an element of the competition taken into it, I think. And
0: she does say the final decision is hers. But having said that, I, I think Kate held her own in this. And I I could- the way that she held her own was she, she played Didi at her own mm. game as well, which is, you know beat hitting moves with narrative mm. and facial gags you know mm. like she did that bit where she opened the invitation she's yeah. like there it is <laughs> yeah it, yeah th- there was there was fun in it and i know like yeah maybe she did air guitar but that didn't really bother me because I'm, I'm not as experienced as she but i thought <laughs> i thought i thought she reached to her level and like it, i thought kate could have won but then i also thought it was, it was fair enough that dd did dd is just stupendous but i did think right until the point they said it that didi was going home there but you know why because they didn't give Dee the monologue before you know where she goes i'm gonna come in and i'm gonna slay mm-hmm. this and haven't i always said Dee can't act a monologue so you know she's gone through and when they didn't put hers in i was like well she's, she's gone. gone then isn't it because they obviously got her to record one saying i'm gonna smash it mm-hmm. she did,
1: didn't
2: mm-hmm.
1: but no i i was i was proven wrong maybe she can't i just think like next week if she's in the bottom it's You know, I don't give a shit if she fucking takes off on the stage and starts fucking levitating. She needs to go. It's too much. It's too many times in the row in in the bottom. And yeah, there's got to be an element of the competition taken into consideration as well. Because you can't be in the bottom every fucking week and make it to the final. No,
0: I think it should be that way. I think she should be in the bottom every week and she should win. I think she should win based on her lip sync. Let's make her a winner. Let's give her the lack of money and let's let her make a series in America and let that series be her going around lip sync against people. And who the fuck's going to watch, watch that? Who's
1: going to watch that? I will. will you I will would subscribe. Not watch it. You I'm going to buy it on a box set and watch it on VHS. I would not be watching it at <laughs> all. I won't be watching it. She won't win. And well, I tell ran. you what.
0: I'm so excited you know. to watch it. I will miss a whole season of Japanese maths
2: just <laughs> to see that. <laughs> I mean, uh, you said a bit like, is it like Barbara from Bristol? Where it's like another one, like an- another, <laughs> another one that she's one again. It's But if you were
1: if you were a big fan of the show now, and you know the fans of them are really fucking like, I mean, it's like they ch- Like someone's dies in the family, sometimes we so carry on. It's just like I just do think that they the producers have got an element of um need to have an element of protection over DD because she's gonna get fucking slaughtered if she keeps staying and people's favorites keep going.
2: Well, in this comedy roast, for some reason Vicky Vivacious is back in the workroom and uh, it's unclear are Our... are they all back? Kate was there as well. Oh, was she? Okay. She was pulling
0: face. Yeah. Do
2: you think
1: that this could just be where they bring Vicky bring? back to be a villain? Do you think they bring maybe give an opportunity to bring someone back, or do you think it's just that they're there?
0: I think they'll all be back. I think they'll all be back to be roasted. Yeah, they'll be the audience, I reckon. Do but but you are, remember but when they, they used to do them? <gasps> does that mean they'll bring back the other two? If they're all there to be roasted, does that mean we're going to have an odd edit? Mm. Uh, well,
2: the, the, will, will the eleventh queen be there? Oh, uh, no, because she's left. Because, no, because, because she, she was kicked home. out. Yeah, she went. Dude, home. Can I just yeah.
1: ask a quick question about the eleventh queen? Because I've, I've done a little bit yeah. of research, but is she still actively working? This late, this drag queen. Um, it, uh,
2: no, her her Instagram page is up, but uh, from the people I've spoken to, sh- no one knows where she is. Does she?
1: she I mean, oh god. Well I'm not saying anything.
2: Pam, who do you think is going to win? Who do I want to win or who do I think is going to win? Who do you think is going to win? I know, not know. No, uh, no de, fuck de. me.
1: No. <laughs> I think that um, it's, I think it's very difficult to say, but I think it's going to either... I'm going to have to go... I can't give you one person. There's no way. I think that it's between Ginger and Tamara.
2: Thank you so much for being on the show. You're so welcome. What do you have... What do you have coming up that people can, can follow? Um, you I am
1: performing forward? at um, Heaven uh, Nightclub on the 13th of December with Danny Beard for the Live Your Truth concert, and all of the proceeds are going to the Transgender Clinic. Um, and that'll be my first London show. Uh, and I'm very excited to blow the fucking socks off all of them. And Banksy's on the lineup as well. Some real icons. So if you are from the area, Please come down. Please come and enjoy yourself. I know it'll be just that. Please come because it'll be fucking great. Um, and obviously you'll get to see Pam perform in London, which I you wouldn't want. That. I mean, I'm I'm nearly dead.
2: Comedy roast. This must be one of your favourite challenges, now. You'd think,
0: but my butt just puckers because it's jokes, isn't it? And like, sometimes on a roast, a joke that's been doing the circuit for a while can come around and the judges can lose their shit about it. I don't know. I get nervous on these because it's tricky. But when people do it well, they do it really well. Do you you worry people are going
2: to burn your material?
0: (laughs) My material? No. (laughs) Other people, other comedians might be worried, but no one's stealing my shit.
2: Okay. Have you ever been asked to write for the show?
0: I haven't. I do know one of the writers on the show. um Yeah. How do I put? Is this is this show not an open audition for writing for the show? Why have I given you so many weeks? I thought I thought that's what this was. Why I mean, did I, I send you those naked pictures? That's what you told me this was.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have those videotapes. I'll, I'll give them to uh, to World of Wonder at DragCon. <laughs> um i'm looking forward to it it's it's normally a good end of season um episode and like we've had some really good roasts in the uk i think bimini's is probably my best lawrence cheney did a really good one um so i hope yeah i hope this cast can pull out of the bag
0: i think they will i think it will be a good show and it seems interesting they seem to have brought back at least some of the other queens if not all of them So yeah maybe we don't have to wallow without kate for too long
2: Hopefully, hopefully not. Okay, until then, uh, head over to Instagram, to, that pod to check out everything that's going on. There's tickets to the Charity Table Quiz that we're hosting in December that you can find all the details up there. Aaron, are you gigging anywhere this week?
0: I'm in Cornwall. Cornwall. I'm dodging
2: pasties
0: and being pushed. I'm in being Cornwall.
2: Pushed. Okay, pushed to the limits of being in your rival county. Um, <laughs> yeah, so check, check Aaron out there. And on Aaron Twitch and on Instagram. Until then, we shall see you next week. See you. Love you. Bye.